We think we can accomplish more by rushing through our day, adding more tasks to complete. Here's the truth. The more you multitask, the harder it becomes to stay focused on and accomplish any single task. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and welcome to part three of a four-part series on lack and limiting beliefs. In this episode, I want to specifically talk about the false belief that we need to work harder, run faster, and do more. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, aren't you really just tired of hearing all that? Right? I mean, more, more, more. I mean, it's just, it just gets tiring and old. My message for you today is to simply slow down. See, the secret to getting more done is to do less. So I know that sounds like a little crazy, but it's true. See, the secret to do, getting more done is to actually do less. See, the speed at which we all move these days gives life a very frantic quality. It creates an anxious state of mind that keeps us from living in the moment. We're all, we're all face a ton of schedule pressures and, and we make commitments. And many times we, we overcommit to things. And then the technology advancements we have around us about always being on convince us that the world is spinning faster. We convince us as a result that we need to move faster, work hard, and do more just to keep up. This self-generated speed creates its own power and momentum, propelling us to accept that this is the new normal. But I got to tell you, that's a false belief. See, I have a habit of studying successful athletes and coaches. And every year, for those of you who know me well, you know that every year I kind of double down on a, on a successful player in any sport or a successful coach. And I read their books and I, and I observe them closely on TV and during, and during live events. And through observation, I see an almost spiritual principle at work. See, professional athletes always seem to be moving in slow motion. I mean, like, but intellectually, like we're watching them on TV, like intellectually, we know they're running faster, they're throwing the ball further, and they're jumping higher than anybody else, but they always seem to be moving in slow motions. Their actions almost look graceful and effortless because as masters of their trade, they have eliminated unnecessary moves. And, and when, you, when, you, when you hear them speak after a, a game and they, and they try to explain their success, they always highlight their preparation, they highlight their confidence, and they also highlight their patience to battle through adversity, right? And that's what makes them the masters, or that's what really kind of gives them that professional athlete name. Even when their backs are against the wall, right? You ever notice that they're calm and, and in control? Right? They're not frantic. I mean, like, like I geek out over this. Like after a game, this is like crazy. Like after the Super Bowl or something like that, I mean, they always interview the, the star player of the winning team and the star player of the, of the losing team. And the, you know, you see some common 
uh, trends. The star player of the winning team is always humble, always acknowledges the effort, the hard work, the, the opponent, right? And the star player of the losing team never is like pissed off and, and frantic. Like they're not like rushing back to the gym to do more or acting in desperation to beat their competition, right? Like when you hear them talk, they say, okay, we didn't play well. We didn't, you know, bring our best games. We didn't execute. We're going to go look at the game film. We're going to, we're going to uh, evaluate what we did well. We did, didn't do not so well. And we'll be back at it. And, you know, in fact, the successful athletes, right, don't do what like we think they should do. Like, like we think when things don't work well in business, like we think we have to act in desperation. We think we have to go, you know, do more. Like look at salespeople, right? If, if sales numbers are down, you know, what does most sales leader do? They say, you know, uh, make more phone calls, right? Send out more emails. They act in almost this desperation state. And if you look at the successful athletes, they in fact do the opposite. And we can learn a lot from them, right? They actually slow down. They pause to reflect on what is working and what is not. And they and they and they think about what they can eliminate to make themselves more effective. Instead of trying to add like three new steps, they look for ways to eliminate steps, allowing them to streamline their efforts to and become more effective. I mean, it's crazy, right? In business, we often do the opposite. Like it's 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 insane. We think we can accomplish more by rushing through our day right? Or adding more tasks to complete. Many of us become almost like aggressive in this, in this approach and how we manage our day, right? And in, in, in an effort to, to match this preconceived concept of what we think success is, we overfill our calendars, right? We, we chase after appointments, we make more phone calls, and we, and we go after meetings with, with the uh, jealousy state of mind that we want to beat our competition. And we have this mindset that, we, that whatever it's whatever it takes, right? That, that we're going to do whatever it takes, or what we think we need to do, and go. We're like we're, we're going to do that. <laughs> and when, what ends up happening is, when life doesn't meet our expectations, you know what? Many of us get mad. We get mad at other people, and we get mad at ourselves. So here's the truth: the more you multitask, the harder it becomes to stay focused on and accomplish any single task. That's the truth, right? I encourage you to consciously raise your awareness this week to the wasted effort that comes when you succumb to this pressure and speed, when you feel the need to move faster, work harder, and do more. I encourage you to do the opposite. Try slowing down and spend your energy looking for looking to eliminate unnecessary activity so you can, in fact, Focus in on what's truly important. I guarantee that you will actually become more efficient, accomplish more, and have a level of clarity and discipline that is both graceful and effortless, much like the professional athletes I was talking about earlier. I have a simple tool I want to share with you that I use on a weekly basis to ensure my time is being spent on the things that matter most. I call this tool the 4D filter. It's a simple and lightweight process to sort my overflowing to-do list. Best of all, it's easy to remember. Like it's, it's the 4D filter. And what it is, is when you're looking at all your things to do, the first filter you got to put it through is what can I dump? 
right? It's got to look at this as, is, is there anything on that list that's really not mine to do? The second thing you got to look at is, okay, is there, are there things on the list that are important, but they're not important for this week? So maybe I need to defer them to a point in later time. And when you defer something, get out your, your calendar and actually schedule some time to do it, right? And lastly, if, if you know, the, the, the next filter is, what can I delegate? If someone could do this two-thirds as, as well as I can, then you know what? Delegate that to somebody else. Delegate the task to somebody else. But don't just delegate the task. Delegate the, the responsibility and the decision-making of the task. And so if you put this through this filter of what can I dump, what can I defer, what can I delegate, what left, what comes out of that is what's yours to do. And that's the stuff that you can operate from. And, and, and those are the things that we can then look at to say, okay, out of the things that are really left for me to do, what are my priorities? What are my big rocks for the week? See, the 4D filter is just one of a bunch of tools I offer within my Power Week Power Life system. That's a system to help you create a rhythm routine to get things done more efficiently so you free up time for yourself without this feeling like you have to run faster, work harder, and do more. I encourage you to check it out. Go to PowerWeekSystem.com. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are or what you've done or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. You have an opportunity starting right today to make a renewed commitment to free up time for yourself. If you want a life that flows with ease and grace, guess what? You need a system. The Power Week Power Life system will help you create a rhythm routine to get things done more efficiently so you free up time for yourself without this feeling of running faster, working harder, and doing more. The 4D filter that I mentioned earlier, it's just one tool amongst many within that program. It's a lightweight tool that'll help you sort your overflowing to-do list. And if you want to learn more about it, go to PowerWeekSystem.com. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.